0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I looked at how you can improve your health span. And your health span is simply the number of years of your life that you stay active and able to do the things that you want to do. And I also point out in there that the earlier you start working to improve your health span, the longer that health span is going to be. So if you want to stay healthy and active well into your later years, you might want to listen to last week's podcast. But this week we're going to look at something that really disturbs a whole lot of people is why is it so hard to lose weight? Now, we all know about calories. You eat 100 calories, you burn 100 calories. You're going to be fine. You eat 100 calories, you burn 90 calories, you're going to put on weight. You eat 100 calories, you burn 110 calories, you're going to lose weight. Should be very, very simple. And looking at the thermodynamics of it, it ought to be very simple. However, the calories in, calories out model just doesn't seem to exactly work all the time. And today, I want to look at a couple of the reasons that it it doesn't seem to exactly work. The first thing is the food. We eat a lot more than we think we do. There's food everywhere. Our ancestors had to worry about starving to death. We don't have to worry about starving to death even people who are what they call food insecure there's food out there there's plenty of food out there the problem is some of the a lot of the food out there is very 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 high in calories and very 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 low in nutrition a lot of these foods they have concentrated the three things that as humans we crave the most it is sugar salt and grease. And I guarantee you, unless you've been living under a rock, you do not think that sugar, salt, and grease are going to be good for you. And of course, everybody's heard that the serving sizes have gone up. Like in 1950, the average size of a soda was six ounces. Now the average size of a soda is 20 ounces, which could lead to the next statistic. In 1900, The per capita consumption of sugar in America was 4 to 6 pounds. Now, it is 150 to 170 pounds per person per year. Let me repeat that, 150 pounds of sugar a year. That could be a big problem right there. And there's sugar in things that you would never know there was sugar in. I picked up a can of red kidney beans at the store the other day and looked at the ingredient label, and it had sugar added to the beans. You know, I, I can't figure out why you needed sugar added to the beans, but that's part of that 150 pounds of sugar that we're getting to eat. And I would say that a lot of that that is more detrimental to us is not the sugar we know we ate. It's not the sugar in the donut. It's not the sugar in the ice cream. It's the sugar in the spaghetti sauce. It's the sugar in the pizza dough. It's the sugar that's put in places we don't realize it's there. But sugar, of course, is not the only culprit here. There's a lot of different culprits. But it turns out that we end up eating more than we realize. In addition to that, we end up uh, exercising Less than we realize. You know, we've talked about it on here plenty of times before about how your activity level is so important. 80% of the calories that you burn during a day are the calories you burn just doing the stuff you do during a day. the Walking up the steps, walking in from the parking lot, walking around the store, doing whatever, the, the movement stuff, the vacuuming the house. Now we buy a Roomba to vacuum our house for us. We park as close to the store as humanly possible, or even better yet, we order it on Amazon and have them deliver it to our house. Whatever it is, we have truly cut down the amount of activity that we do, and that sounds like a good idea, except activity is incredibly important. And because we've saved so much, the average American now watches five hours of television per day. In addition to that, most of us work some type of sedentary job. So, you sit all day at work, ride the elevator back down, get in your car, drive through a drive through pick up a super-sized bag of sugar, fat, and salt, go home, plop down in front of the TV, watch TV, and eat for five hours, get up, go to bed, toss and turn, and go to work again the next day. Now, the reason I threw in the toss and turn is, as I've pointed out here plenty of times, if you get less than seven and a half to eight hours sleep in a night, good quality sleep, you are going to store more fat, you're going to have more hunger hormones, you're going to eat more, and you're going to actually do less activity during the day, which is going to add to even more of the obesity. So these are some things to really look at. And in addition, the really painful one is 10 calories per day equals one pound per year. So you eat that Jolly Rancher. That's 10 calories, that one little Jolly Rancher. You unwrap it, you eat it, you don't think anything about it. That puts on a pound a year. If you do that for 50 years, you're 50 pounds overweight. And then you wonder what happened. It's those sneaky calories that get you. But what about those of us that are really, really trying? I mean, we're, we're doing what we know to do. We're trying to get our sleep in. We're watching what we eat. What, what else could be causing it? Well, one thing during the research for this I found is that many of our medicines that a lot of us are taking will cause increased hunger or increased fat storage, and those include your antidepressants, your anti-anxiety, your high blood pressure medicines, and your diabetes medicine. Now, that being said, if you're trying to lose weight, do not, I repeat, do not change your medication without talking to a doctor. Just because some guy on a podcast tells you this, that is not a reason to change your medicine. So, even if that could be the problem, maybe you just need to be more conscious of it and try to work around it that way. But do not change any of your medications without consulting your doctor. But in addition to that, there's stuff that you don't even know you took. There's environmental factors. Um, some of the pesticides that are used on the crops, that there's a little bit of it detected in almost every American if you check a blood sample those will cause increased fat storage. They, they change your endocrine levels. Um, the BPA, the stuff that they use to line a lot of cans um, and using a lot of plastics and a lot of bottles and even on cash register receipts, that, once it gets into your bloodstream, will cause a change in your adiposity and, and cause you to store more fat and cause you to be just a little bit hungrier. In addition to that, the chemicals and the fragrances, like in your laundry detergent, um, the stuff that you use for scotch guarding your couch, all of those chemicals, or not all of those, some of those chemicals make it harder for you to eat less, and it also makes it harder for you to lose the weight once you've put it on. Next is your gut flora. We've talked about this a lot. You have more cells living inside your intestine than are actually part of your body, and if you've got good, good gut flora, good gut bacteria, it helps you to stay thin and eat less. If you have more, if you have bad gut bacteria, it causes you to want to eat more and to store more fat. Um, also, if you eat a high-fat diet. It will cause you to have a leaky gut and produce a chemical that pro- stimulates insulin production when you don't need insulin production, which will cause you to store more fat. And it also contributes to insulin resistance, which contributes to type 2 diabetes. In addition to a high fat diet, high sugar, low fiber, high stress, and antibiotics all cause a decline in your good bacteria in your gut. Um, a lot of studies have uh, shown recently also that artificial sweeteners will, will change your gut flora for the worst. So great. I've told you that food is prevalent. We don't exercise enough. We eat too much. We eat the wrong thing. Our gut bacteria is working against us. And the chemicals in the environment are working against us. And maybe even the prescription drugs that we have to have to stay alive are working against us. Is there any good news? Yes, there is good news. Next week, I'm going to go over a list of things that you can do, positive action steps, that should help get you over the plateau and increase your weight loss and make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.